Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Sunday morning worship service via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. We hope you enjoy today's service and find something in it that will resonate within your heart and drive your love, passion, and commitment towards our Heavenly Father. We also hope that you hear something that will help to enhance your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please sit back, relax, take some really good notes, and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for being here today. We're going to have another song. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, there is a word from the Lord on today. And uh, I want to thank God for our expediters on our Facebook Live. Uh, Sister Michelle Izubine, thank God for our expediter on our conference call, uh, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. We give God all the glory for our expediter and our in-service worship, my most beautiful wife, Elder Dr. Jackson. All of you have done a magnificent job. And before I forget, I want to thank God for our cousins being here. Praise the name of the Lord. And they traveled down here from St. Louis. Now, praise the name of the Lord. Cleo, I don't know where you you come from, from somewhere. He's somewhere from around here. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. What a blessing it is. Uh, church, if you have your Bibles, if you would please, uh, thank God for his word on today. Uh, let us go to the book of Joel, uh, the minor prophet Joel. Joel is with us today to bring us prophetic word. Hallelujah. And once you have uh, the book of Joel, if you would, please, if you would go to Joel chapter 2. We'll find our blessing there today being November the 27th, 2022. God saw fit to bless us one more time. And he did so from the book of Joel chapter 2. And once you have Joel chapter 2, if you would, please, if you would stroll down with me to uh, the very last verse. Verse 32, Joel 2 and 32. What a wonderful God we serve. What a wonderful God we serve. He can do anything but fail. Once you, praise the Lord, once you have the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 32, if you would, please, if you would stand for the reading of God's most holy word, if you're on the conference call, I ask you that, if you would stand for the reading of God's most holy word, and if you're on Facebook Live, if you would please stand for the reading of God's most holy word. Joel chapter 2, verse 32. You should find these words, and the Bible reads, And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord had said, and in the remnant who the Lord shall call. 
Hallelujah. So far, the reading of God's most holy word. While you yet standing, let us pray. Father, we thank you today for your most holy word. We ask that you continue to strengthen us and, and watch over us and keep us in perfect peace and allow our minds to be stayed on you. We thank you for your deliverance, Father. We thank you uh, today that you have called us uh, out of the darkness into your marvelous light. We ask that you watch over our children, our grandchildren, nieces, nephews, family, friends, and loved ones, and we'll continue to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise, for it is in the matchless and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Now, can the church say amen? Amen. Amen. And amen. Church, you may be seated in the presence of the truth and the living God. What a wonderful God we have in our Lord, Savior, and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to uh, minister today uh, from the subject, a divine deliverance. A divine deliverance. A divine deliverance. I, I want someone to get that in their spirit that we all need a divine deliverance. Uh, it makes no difference who you are, where you're from, or where you work, or how much money you have. You all, we all, everyone need to be delivered from something. I don't know what that something is. I know what mine is. I pray for it all the time. Lord, deliver me. I feel like Paul. Sometimes the Bible said Paul sought the Lord thrice. And, and the Lord said, when you're weak, I'll be your strength. My, my, my grace is sufficient. But we all need deliverance. Some need deliverance from people. Some need deliverance from places. Some need deliverance from things. But we all need deliverance from something. And, 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 and when, we, when we think about it, we can, we, you know, every once in a while, I think that I just need deliverance from the bills. It seems like they ought to have something that could come across that would say, if you paid your bill uh, for a year in a row, on time, you ought to get a year off. I, I need the Lord to deliver me from all the bills that keep coming. It seems like how, how can you really be debt free when you still got to pay for stuff that, that ought to just come freely? You know, I, I see the man Brunson still selling uh, time for the Internet, space. Who, who, how did they do that? Who, who can control over what God has made that you can sell it to somebody and become a billionaire? I need, I need to be delivered from, from simple things, you know. It's, it's just when prices go up, Lord, I need, I need you to deliver those people that jack up their prices. See, we need to start praying corporately for the things that affect us on a daily basis. Uh, the little things is what I need deliverance for. I'm, I'm not worried about whether or not I'm going to be a billionaire. I'm, I'm worried, Lord, if you could just re- let me remain to be a thousand there, I'll be all right. Just, just keep everything in order in my life, and, and then I can, I can still be faithful over what the Lord has given me, and the Lord, if you be faithful, will give you more and more and more. But we all need deliverance. We need to start thinking about the things that we really need, be like blind Bartimaeus and said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. I don't need no whole laundry list of what I need and what I need the Lord to do for me. Some things I can do for my own self. Some things I can pray for on my own self. But there are some things that we just cannot control on our own, and that's when we need a divine deliverance. And as a corporate individual, as a part of the corporate, body in this kingdom, we need to come together sometimes and pray for the things that affect the kingdom. Now, that's why we have 
thirsty prayer, midnight cry. That's why we pray before we do anything, because we need a deliverance in this land. I need deliverance at our schools. I need deliverance at, at, at the supermarkets, at the uh, picture show, at the skating ring, wherever my children go. I need a deliverance to go out there. Somebody got to understand that there is trouble. The Bible says that the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violent have to take it by force. We are the ones that have to come together and start asking the Lord for a divine deliverance. We just can't keep watching television and say, oh, another shooting, another mass shooting, another killing, another arrest, another black person got, got killed. We have to come together and start binding these things because God says in his word that if we bind it on earth, it should be bind in heaven. And if we loose it on earth, it shall be loosed in heaven. And we need to come together and ask the Lord for a divine deliverance, a deliverance that's going to help everybody. I don't want to be the only one that's getting blessed behind what the Lord is doing. I want the whole congregation, the whole of my, my employments, everybody that I work with, everybody that I shop with. It, it's bad when you can't even go to Walmart safe. You know you got a problem. If you can't go to McDonald's, say, you know, if you, and if you go to a town that don't have a McDonald's and don't have a, a Walmart, it's probably good to get out of that place. Probably not a good place to be. So, so we're going to ask the Lord for deliverance in everywhere we go. The, the Bible says everywhere your feet shall tread, you shall possess the land. And that means there ought to be a blessing when you show up because when you show up, the atmosphere ought to change. We ought to be able to, to, to make a difference in what happens. That's why people look at you the way they look at you, and they just come up to you want to confess their problem. You ever just been in Dollar General line, and people just say, you know, I, I, I was just over here, and they start trying to pour out their whole life story on you because they see the light, and they're tired of being in the darkness. They see the light, and they just want deliverance. They see you because God says, I place you in the earth so that I can use you for my glory. And so when you start showing up, the glory of God shows up. You say, I come in the volume of the book. I come to get deliverance to the people. I come to say that the Lord is good. I come preaching the kingdom of heaven. And I just know right now that the kingdom of God is at hand. This is a day right now that we can't afford to go another day without praying for somebody else's issue. Quit thinking about our own problems. When the Bible says when Joe prayed for his friends, God gave him double. When Joe prayed for his friends, God gave him everything back and plus some. And, and when we start thinking about other people, I remember my granddaddy used to say, I used to cry for not having shoes so I met somebody that didn't have any feet. And when it comes down to we just know that other people are going through things that are stronger than what we're going through. God got our back. God knows what we're in need of. If he would help the, the lenders of the field and feed the birds and the fowls of the air, how much more would the Lord do for us? God wants to give us a divine deliverance, and it's time for us to wake up and get our deliverance. It's time for us to come up and say, God, I need you in my house. I need you on my job. I need you in my car. I need you on my friends. I need you to watch over my children. I need you to watch over my finances. I need you to watch over my marriage. I need you to watch over my health. I need a divine deliverance, and I need it right now. I need it right now. I don't think I can wait any longer. 
I don't think I can wait anymore. The longer we, the longer we stay on this side of the Jordan River, it seems like the more stuff we have to endure. It comes with age, is what I've heard. And the longer we live, the more things hurt. I got a crook in my back. I need deliverance. I got the stuff in my stomach. I need deliverance. I got perplexion in my mind. I need deliverance. I got a headache. Toothache, footache, everything aches. It just come with age. I need God to heal me. I need God to set me free. I need God to deliver me. I need divine deliverance, and I need it right now. I need it right now. I can't wait another minute. I can't, I can't just put this off. I can't wander around in the wilderness like the children of Israel. The Bible says it took an 11-day journey and took them almost 40 years to get to the same place. And I, and I can't just be wandering around anymore. I done, I done, I done been there and done that. I done, I done seen all those things. Now I need to go to God and say, God, you know all about me. You've made me in your image after your own likeness. You know what I'm in need of. So God, deliver me and deliver me right now. I need a divine deliverance. Sometimes, I'm telling you, sometimes you've got to ask the Lord for deliverance because you can't deliver yourself. Uh-huh. You can't fix the problem with the same mindset that caused the problem. You're going to have to ask the Lord to change your mind. That's why the scripture says, renew your mind. Do not be transformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. And we'll get that through the word of God. I need a divine deliverance today. Today. Uh-huh. Yes, Lord. It don't come, it don't come easy. Uh-huh. I've heard so many people say salvation is free. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. It don't cost you nothing to go to church. Yeah, okay. It don't cost you nothing to pray. Yeah, it's okay. But I'll tell you, deliverance is going to cost you something. Deliverance, you're going to have to put something in. You're going to have to have some skin in the game. You're going to have to have something to do. You're just not going to say, Lord, I need deliverance, and it just come and smack you upside the head. No, it don't work like that. You got to put your time in. You got to put some prayers in. You got to put some commitment in. You got to put some service in. You got to tell the Lord the truth. You got to make a vow and keep your vow. You got to be there when it's time to be there. You got to be accountable. You got to be dependable. You got to be there for the Lord. If you want the Lord to be there for you, you just can't just come to church and say, I need the deliverance. Uh-uh, no, we can pray for you all you want to. We can lay hands on you. We can throw oil all on you. Do you look like you wouldn't Kentucky Fried Chicken? But I'll tell you, it's not going to work like that. It won't work like that. You're going to have to come in and eat some coffee. you got to come in and pray. you got to just be there on time, at the time, at the right time. you got to do what God expects of you. God said, heaven, I told you, oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require you? That you love mercy, that you act justly, and that you walk humbly with the Lord. And if you walk humbly with the Lord, you got to be there. Lord, I need you to pay my light bill. I need you to pay my house note. I need you to pay my car note. I need a job. I need help. I need strength. I need a sound mind. But I ain't got nothing to give you. What shall I render to the Lord? If you want to divide deliverance, it's going to cost you something. Uh-huh. Yeah, y'all heard teachers singing that song. Uh-huh. Yes, Lord. Uh-huh. I pray that we all be ready. Uh-huh. I don't want to be delivered when I can't even uh, enjoy the rest of my life. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I just know I like to go on a cruise every once in a while, but I don't want to go on a cruise in a wheelchair. Amen. Sorry. Yeah. I want to be able to jump in the water. I want to be able to walk around and see when the chip docks. I want to go out and see what the other people are doing in Italy, in France, wherever you go, Australia, Alaska. I just want to go and I want to enjoy myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't want the blessing of the Lord to just have to come and get me in Grady Hospital. Bless me right now while I can still walk and talk. Deliver me. Let, me. let me commit my life to you, Lord, that you might let me enjoy my life. Yeah, everybody want long life. Everybody want longevity. Longevity is a good thing. That's what Dr. King told us. Yeah, but I'll tell you, my eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. I, 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 want to, I want to be able to enjoy life right now, and that's why I need a divine deliverance. I need to be delivered from the things that I can't handle myself. I don't want to drink no more. I don't want to smoke no more. I don't want to walk the street no more. I don't want to be homeless no more. I don't want to be helpless no more. I don't want the things that I used to do, the places that I used to go, the things I used to say. I don't want to cuss you out. I don't want to fight with you. I don't want to do the things that I used to do. I want to divide the difference. God will give it to you. Look on my, look on my, look on my desk in my napkin. There's going to be a time when we understand it more and more. Uh huh. I love to spend time with the elderly because they'll, they'll, they'll take the time to slow down and tell you some things about life. Uh huh. Share your hard work. Tell you what's going on. Tell you what the deal is. It's going to be all right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm tired of the fast lane. Lord, deliver me from the fast lane. Let me sit down and relax and see what life has to offer me. Let me think before I act. Let me, let me just sit and pray before I talk. Let me, let me be something uh, that I've never been before, and that is a, a child of God that's for real about God. Uh-huh. Yeah, everybody, everybody can talk about it, but can you really be about it? Do you really want a divine deliverance, or do, or do you just want to want to talk about it and, and, and play like it's going to happen, and then, you know, you show up, and, and we, look, we look good, we know the part, we know how to say glory, hallelujah, but are we committed to God to a certain extent where God knows your heart? God, you can't fool God. You can fool me, because I, I believe everybody. I, I look at you. You look like you're holy. You look like you're delivered. You look like you want it, so I, it's good. My sister, bless her soul, used to say, if you like it, I love it. And so no problem about it. I ain't got no problem. I said, well, I don't get in nobody's business. I ain't worried about where you went and what you did and who you did it with. That's between you and God. But I do know one thing for sure. When, when it comes down, you're going to have to have judgment uh, to the Lord. You're going to have to make an account for your time, for your talents, for your money, for everything. That's why I don't get them all fussing, mussing, bussing when it, when it comes down that the tithes and the offerings stop coming in. Uh-huh. That, 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 that's your fault. You can be broke the rest of your life if you want to, but the law of reciprocity will not change. God said, uh, you know, I will give a give unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and run it over. Shall men give unto your bosom? And the reason why your bosom is bare, because you said to give. And this is not a message about offering. This is about a message about being blessed. That's why I love the Apostle Paul says, 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 not that I have need, but I just wanted to be in your account. 
I just want you to be having something. I don't want you to always be borrowing. Sometimes I want you to lend something. I don't want you to be the bottom. I want you to be on top. I don't want you to be sad. I want you to be happy. And I've never met a broke person that stayed happy. That's why Paul said, I've learned to abase and I've learned to abound. I know how to be broke, but it's better having a little something, a little genius. It's all right. Yeah, man don't work, man don't eat. Yeah, it's got to, it's got to, it's, you got to be delivered from that, from that old stingy mindset. Got to get delivered from it. Don't be scared. If, if, if that's your last $20 bill, you already broke. Don't let, don't let $20 fool you. I don't see them. I don't see them. I remember my mama used to say, if you break it, no matter what it is, you break it, it's gone. $100 bill, you break it, it's gone. No matter what it is. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But in the Bible, it says that no man should come until the Lord empty. Uh-huh. I, I, I saw that in the Bible. But that's another sermon for another day. Praise the name of the Lord. I need a divine deliverance. Let me tell you how you get a divine deliverance. Joel told us all about it uh, because we're all in the same boat. And I'm, I'm going to go through here, uh, Joel chapter 2. Let's, we're going to cover Joel chapter 2, and we're going to get on out of here. I feel Golden Corral calling my name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Listen, listen, listen. There, there is a, a sound made in Zion. There's some noise that's going to be made in Zion. It's going to be God's people crying out to the Lord on everybody's behalf. And, and we call that a trumpet call. Uh-huh. The, the, the Bible says it like this, that blow the trumpet in Zion. And this is our Zion, and we need to blow the trumpet in Zion. And there are several trumpets that, that, that has to be uh, transformed in our hearts and in our minds and in our spirit for us to get a divine deliverance. First of all, we have to have the trumpet of warnings. And we are, we are the ones that put the warning out. We are God's people. We have to let people know that if you don't believe and trust and serve the Lord, you are not going to make it. I'm sorry, but you just can't make it without God. God is the author and the finisher of our faith. And if we don't have faith, we don't have anything. And if we don't have God, we just like a, a ship sailing in the wind, just tossed to and fro, going any way you want to go. The Bible says God has turned some of them over to a reprobate mind. If you don't have God in your life, you're allowed to do anything at any time for any reason. It makes no difference what your mindset is. You just do what you want to do. As a matter of fact, in the book of Judges, it said man did what was right in his own eyes. Whatever he saw, he wanted to do. And we're living in a day and time right now where the days are evil, and we need to redeem the time. We need a divine deliverance because man is starting doing whatever they want to do. Uh-huh. They'll come in your house and cook breakfast on your stove, and you don't even know who they are. They'll come when you're there. They'll come when you're not there. They'll park in your job, in your house, and wherever you are, and just and take over everything. I'm telling you, we need a divine deliverance, and this is the warning. This is the warning. We need to tell somebody about how to praise the Lord, how to come to God, because God is so powerful. He's omnipotent. He knows everything. He's omniscient. He sees everything. God is the one that controls everything. We have to let people know that it's time 
for the warning. It's time for the warning. It's time for us to blow the trumpet of warning, to tell everybody that it's time to get with God. It's time to get linked up with the Lord. It's time to hear the word of the Lord. Uh, Let the people hear, let the church hear, let the spirit hear whatever God is trying to say in this day, in this season. We need a divine deliverance, but we have to get the warning out. The Bible says in Joel chapter 2, verses 1 through 11, that this is the day of the Lord, and it's going to be a terrible day. It's worse than the pandemic. It's worse than what you ever seen. God can cause anything to pass, but God can put anything on us to bring you into God. What will it take for you to come to God? What will it take for you to say, yes, Lord? What will it take for you to say, Lord, I'm yours? What will it take to be committed to God? What does God have to do to get your attention? What does God have to do? God will do it because he's a jealous God, and he won't share his glory with anybody. A divine deliverance. The warning is out. Somebody got to hear. Uh huh. Let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the people, to the land, to this region. But not only is there a trumpet of, of warning, there's also a trumpet of weeping. Uh huh. The Bible says, let the people come and weeping. Uh huh. Joel two verses twelve through seventeen talks about the weeping. How how you 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 have to come with a good heart. I told you you can you can fool the people, but you can't fool God. The Bible says, come with a good heart. Come with weeping in your heart, not in your garments. You can dress up all you want to. You can come in here with a five thousand dollar Brioni suit, but that ain't going to help nothing. That ain't going to change nothing. It says, come right now, and, and then come with a good heart. Have it in your heart. God created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Lord, I need you for real. Lord, I'm just not showing it. I'm not trying to be on a show. I'm not trying to put on no show. I'm not trying to let everybody see I got some new shoes. I got a new hat. I got a God says not in your garments. Come as you are. Let whosoever come, come. But come with a good heart. Come with the right heart. Come with the heart of gold, with the heart of thanksgiving. Come asking the Lord to bless us and bless us indeed. We need to learn to repent that if my people will call by my name to humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, we have to learn how to repent. Some of us just scared to say, I'm sorry. Some of us just won't, just won't, won't, uh, 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 let somebody know uh, whether I was right or whether I was wrong. I'm sorry. Learn how to have a repentance in our spirit. That's what the that's what the the trumpet of weeping does. It gives us an opportunity to, to set the record straight, to clear our minds, to clear our hearts, to clear all the stuff that we've been holding, to, to just wash all that stuff out of us. Where God can can come in and use this vessel. God can't use that vessel that's already stuck with all the, the works of the flesh. God want to put in the fruit of the Spirit. A divine deliverance is what's going to get us to the next stage. Uh-huh. The trumpet of weeping brings us right into the trumpet of worship. Some of us have to learn that we just can't come in and just begin to worship the Lord because it's it's, it's a good thing to do. 
Uh -huh. We have to learn how to cleanse ourselves before we can come to God. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And we can't worship him in spirit and in truth when we got a lot of mess that we always carry around a lot of mess. We're always just trying to find something wrong with God's work. We're always trying to find something wrong with God's people. We're always just trying to look at the bad. Well, there's a little bad in all of us, but why are you looking at that little old bitty, that old little old bitty, that little old bitty fucking mind? You ought to look at that big old, big old, big old, big old paint in your own eyes. We have to sit back and quit being judgmental and start learning how to worship the Lord. Come to the Lord with singing. Come to the Lord with dancing. Come to the Lord with worshiping. I don't care what I look like. I still want to worship you, Lord. You don't have to worship him. Don't, don't hinder me. Let me get my praise on. Let me get my worship on. Let me do what I got to do. It don't make no difference if I'm crying. If I got snot or yeah, it don't make no difference. I'm looking and it don't make no difference what's going on. I got to praise him. I got to love him. I got to get my worship on at the time. Let me get a put a praise on the cake Oh yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why we come to the house of the Lord. That's why we come to worship him. Uh -huh. we, the, the, the Bible says, the Bible says that he called all the elders, all the priests, all the ministers, all the pastors, all the deacons, all the ushers, everybody, come, 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 come to the house of the Lord and worship me and rejoice and be glad and be glad in it because I'm visiting, releasing divine deliverance on everybody. Yeah, yeah, we're going to, we're going to offer this trumpet of worship. Uh -huh, where the people can't understand what's going on. They can't understand the cry for joy from the cry for sadness because everybody be praising the Lord. Uh -huh, the Lord is good and he's worthy to be praised. But once we receive the, the trumpet of worship, there's one more that I want to tell you about, and that's the, the trumpet of wonders. The trumpet of wonders. That's when you activate the power of God in your life. God makes a promise to us in Joel chapter 2, around verses 23, uh, somewhere in there. He starts talking about how good of a God he is, how powerful of a God he is. And then he starts saying, you know, I, 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 I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. And then your sons and daughters uh, shall prophesy. Isn't it good to know that your children are covered, that your children are doing good, that your children love the Lord, that your children can say something about God, that you raise the child up the way that they should go, and you know they ain't going to return out of it. They're going to come right back to it. They're going to always say, my mama said, my grandmama said, uh, my auntie said, somebody told me that the Lord was good. Somebody said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. Somebody said God can do anything but fail. Somebody said praise the Lord because his mercy endures. Somebody said God can do it all. Somebody said God owns everything. A child on a thousand hills. 
Somebody know something about God, especially when your children, your sons, and your daughters begin to prophesy. But most of all, your old men shall dream dreams. Even the old men will come back and start telling you about the things they've seen, about the things they want to see, about how God can change your situation around. But most of all, most of all, your young men, your young men shall see visions. Any good when your young men can see what to do, they can tell they have the spirit of the sons of Issachar, where they say the people knew what the people ought to do. I just want my children to be all right. I want to lay a foundation where my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren can grow up in the admonition of the Lord, knowing that the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The trumpet of wonders get us right into a divine deliverance. And our scripture says today, and it shall come to pass that to whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance. In Connolly, in Atlanta, in St. Louis, in Georgia, uh-huh, all over the country, all over the world. Somebody ought to start calling on the name of the Lord, and there shall be deliverance. Uh-huh, and the, the Bible says, and the Lord shall call you. And when the Lord call you, it's time to come. I'm coming, Lord. I need you, Lord. I'm coming, Lord. I want you, Lord. I'm here, Lord, of the divine deliverance. I need a divine deliverance. I need a divine deliverance. Because ain't nobody do Thank you so much for listening in to today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless.